Hello and welcome to the Opposite Effect Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Diodato. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. And it, it finally happened. Nothing to talk about this week. Nothing just at a, all. Feeling good as hell. Just a quiet week. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Let, let's, just, let's just get into it. We Don't worry, guys. We'll get to the Nazi stuff soon enough. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I mean, more out of a sense of tradition than anything else since we've yeah. done it for 30 other episodes. We're going to do a couple of his tweets, though, quite frankly, they're nowhere near as crazy as the things that he actually used his mouth to say for once. Yeah. So here we go. Crazy Trump tweets for this fucking week <clears throat> for every ceo that drops out of the manufacturing council i have many to take their place grandstanders should not have gone on jobs um i i here's what i'm disappointed because i tweeted the next day um hey guys i'm just throwing this out there jobs <laughs> and i didn't get five hundred thousand retweets it's weird yeah, yeah. Um, I would have thought just yelling the word jobs. Because apparently, for everybody else, it does work. For, for this fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, uh, so for every one of those guys that left, yeah. there are so many to take their place to the point where they just said, you know what? There are too many. There are too many. We're being inundated. Listen, uh, you stop sending us your LinkedIn profiles. We don't yeah. have time to read it. We are running a White House here. Right. And we are in, not in crisis. We need to get... We need to move forward... So we're just shutting the manufacturing council down because... Because um, everybody already left. Everybody <laughs> left. But we have a lot of people who want to replace them. The, I, you know, the, the, the sentence, grandstanders should not have gone on. Yeah. I feel like linguistic psychologists in the years to come mm -hmm. will do a lot of p picking apart of statements like that when, you know... Yeah. Eventually, it's like three in the morning and footage comes out of a confused Donald Trump wandering around the White House lawn in his underwear mm -hmm. as screaming at pigeons and yelling MAGA. They're going to be like, oh, this was... This was a sign. Yeah. No, probably. I mean, the tenses don't line up. It's yeah. not real clear what, but it, the, but what it, the words actually mean. But it's also like people who are going to make a moral stand... On things and maybe just like have it benefit themselves a little bit sure. should never have been on. Right. That's the argument that That's he's making. Argument. Who like he does even when he doesn't have a moral stand. Yeah. No. He just grandstand. I mean, well, the thing is, there's only you only got enough room for one grandstander. That's true. <laughs> and it, you, otherwise, it just becomes yeah. a grandstand off. The people who are going to be like against Nazis <laughs> should never have gotten on. How, um, by the way, is there not a, like, Brooklyn, like, shoegaze band called Grand Standoff? Yeah, I mean, there will be. There is now. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm in it. Cool. All right, let's move on. All right, moving on. Feels good to be home after seven months, but the White House is very special. There is no place like it, ellipsis, and the U.S. is really my home. <laughs> Again... I feel like Donald Trump thought he was away for like seven. He thought he was in another country. Like, yeah. he's put, like 
not because not because the whole time he thought that, but just because he was like, oh, I just got off a plane and I'm in New York, my home. I must have been overseas because I've lost all my memory because <laughs> I'm I'm this is happening faster now. I, I read that tweet four times in a row because I was like. Because the, the, the tweet didn't make a ton of sense to me before. Sure. But then when it got to, and the U.S. is really my home, I was like, I must be reading this wrong. Yeah, like, like, did somebody accuse you of that? Like, why are you fighting that? Yeah, what, like, it's like we've said multiple times on this, like, podcast. If you go, I'm really not a pedophile. You're a pedophile. Yeah. Totally, 100%. 100%. Like, if you just introduce a concept into the into the into a, se- a sentence that nobody was talking about, the exact opposite is true. <laughs> right. Try this at work. Next time you're at work, a bunch of you, you and your friends are just sitting around. Just go to, just like, just say to everybody, like, I didn't shit my pants. Just so you know, I did, did not shit my pants. Everybody is going to know you as the guy who shit his pants. Yeah. 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 Because you definitely did. Because nobody was talking about that. Another fun one at work is to just say to everybody who comes up to your desk, I don't have a gun in my drawer. <laughs> yes, that's another good one. Kind of really uh, apparently, after, between last week and this week, I only come up with poop-based. Um, yeah, no, and I, I come up with good ways to get, like, arrested up by HR. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think mine would... I mean, I guess technically mine would not get you written up by HR. Depends on the swearing policy. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, um, so, yeah, so... Also, it... I haven't been able to find the words for why it annoys me so much, because it seemed like such it seems like such a um, egotistical thing to say. Like, mm-hmm. and the U.S. is really my home. Right. You know, we were joking before. It's like if he had said, "But the streets are really my home," I would have been like, "Yeah." <laughs> I mean, not really, because I still hate him. But I would have been like, "Respect." Yeah. Yeah. Game recognized game. Yeah. Um, but like, the U.S. is really my home. Just feels like. You know, as president, like, I could come into your house and just sleep there if I wanted to. <laughs> just to be clear about this. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, it's, like, we know the U.S. is your home. You're the president of it. Right. But I think he's referring to the fact that he should have all of the kingly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. really, everything I see with my eyes is yeah, my yeah. home. Also, I have the right of prima noche. So bring out your wives. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am King Trump. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's great. Uh, you. Uh, right. Uh, which kind of leads us into our next tweet, I believe. Uh, the retweet? The retweet, yes. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> he retweeted a Fox. He, uh, because he's the president of the United States and he does this um, as any president would. He spends a lot of time retweeting Fox and Friends. And we found an especially good one this week where he retweeted. Students learn the hard way about the... F- students. Senators learn the hard way about the fallout from turning on Trump. Yeah. Um, which is, like, just a threat Yeah. that somebody else said. Yeah. Donald Trump doesn't make his own threats. He gets Fox and friends to do it for right. him. And it, seemingly, it seems like this is John Kelly... Uh, General Kelly? His first General, name? Yeah, General Kelly. Um, it's his doing where he's like, hey... And if you gotta threaten people, yeah. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna say batshit crazy stuff, yeah. don't be the one to say it. Yeah. At least retweet it, Fine. so they can't quote you. Yeah, because Fox and Friends will say whatever you want them to say. It's also like if I'm a sitting U.S. senator, and and 
like I just imagine a page rushing in and being like, he retweeted a threat from Fox and Friends, yeah. and like I immediately eat cyanide. You know, yeah. like it's fucking Fox and Friends. My God, have some pride if you're gonna threaten somebody. Do it. Just fucking don't get Steve Ducey to do it for you. <laughs> Uh, although I think like I think he's going after like what was it the uh, Susan Collins thing where they was like hey vote for healthcare or we'll take away your energy right um, and she was like N- n- no no nope you can't you can't, you can't do that do that yeah um, like this was his being like I'm not gonna do it this time or like he didn't even do it the first time right. he had somebody else do it um, anyway he's the worst yeah he's a bad man yeah. Um, and our last couple of tweets are actually tweets that he didn't even tweet yeah, he t- himself either. And so this is weird, but he retweeted, he, he retweeted a couple things. First, he retweeted a guy who's called him a fascist. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very aggressively was like, you're a fascist. Donald Trump retweeted that. Yeah. Now... And, and yeah, okay. One... One thing, one thing that Maggie Haberman pointed out. I'm, I'm on the fence about the Haber. I think she gets good access. She writes good pieces. I think she has a lot to answer for in 2016 mm-hmm. when she definitely spent a lot of time normalizing Trump and and uh, writing a lot about her emails. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Point is, Haberman did point out something that I, as a frequent tweeter tweeter um had had sort of like just let slide by the white house said this was a mistake the tweet uh, just uh, was inadvertently, inadvertently got retweeted first of all it's sev- it's pretty far down on like the responses donald trump must monitor the responses to his tweets which is so sad mm-hmm. but second it takes two fi- it takes two thumb clicks to yes it does yeah i guess i checked that myself too because i was like oh because the thing is, like, Reddit. Yeah. Like, I've inadvertently up or downvoted something because sure. I was scrolling. And I was like, no, no, no. I didn't know. No, no, like, I don't want this. Uh, but tweet, retweets, like, yeah. yeah, that's two buttons. Faves is just one. Mm-hmm. But retweets, you got to hit it twice. Um, so that's weird. Uh, anyway, it disappeared. Um, he then uh, tweeted, uh, a re- he retweeted a white nationalist. Mm-hmm who uh, put up a tweet of a train slamming into a man with a CNN logo for a head. It was a cartoon train, so he didn't force us to witness a person die. Right, with with the word Trump train written on it. With the word Trump train written on it, um, because in editorial cartoon land, everything (laughs) has what it is written on it. Yes, and now... Um, no, I would have Democrat written on me or or liberal media. Now, everybody's looked at that in such a negative fashion. Sure. Saying like, you know, Trump retweeted a, uh, a picture of a train running over a journalist because right. it had CNN over the guy's face. Right. But it's a still image. Sure. So we don't know. Yeah, you, if the train ran over the guy, or the guy, or the guy went, stopped the train, right? I mean, he, the guy might be Superman, right? Like, as Superman is always stopping trains with his with his, with his fists, right? So it's conceivable that Trump was like, "Hey, good on you guys." Yeah, like, and and it's definitely a good idea that 
Trump is getting that information from white nationalists. Yes. Um, which, well, both these tweets disappeared. Yeah, which he's not following officially. Right. Because he only follows 45 people because he's trying to be cute. Right. Which means he's like, to get there, yeah, he's got, you're either he's scrolling got down or you're looking the guy up. Or he's got a lurker account or something. He's slipping between them. Yeah. I wonder. Oh. Yeah. Maybe he does a, have a lurker account. A lurker account. That'd be it. That'd be an interesting... Internet? Find that. Uh, that, You guys found Comey in like 24 hours. That'd be an interesting thing, because like you just have to find all the people he'd retweeted, see if they had like an egg in common. Yeah. Huh. All right. Interesting. Yeah. If you could find the head of the fucking FBI, you could find this douchebag's worker account. I'm sure. Come on, Internet. um, Yeah. And both those tweets, I mean, one like sort of admitting his fascism and the other from a white nationalist and uh, depicting an act of violence on, on a weekend when an act of, many act of violence were done by white nationalists. Um, They both appeared and then disappeared. And I didn't get the sense from either of the disappearances that the disappearances were like, oops, sorry, I screwed up and didn't think about this. Mm -hmm. They came in relative quick succession, yeah, I too. Got, I more got the sense of, like, I'm an angry, rage-filled baby man. I'm going to send a message. Yeah. Yeah. And keep it quick. Like, because it was within, I would say, like, an hour that both of those things happened. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, a lot with a lot of Trump's speech and a lot of his stuff, the things he says, though, this week, some of that, the veil fell off. But a lot of his speech is, like, it contains plausible deniability. You know, the statement... Bleeding from the eyes, bleeding from the wherever could mean not the vagina. It could be non-gendered, you know, like uh, stuff like that. He's very good at like plausible deniability. So like if I went to my, you know, uh, Trump supporting relatives and was like, but he retweeted a white nationalist and he did this they'd be like oh it was up for five minutes and it must have been an accident you know Mm -hmm. and then I'd have to be like go down all these like paths with them to be like but what how why was he even looking at it why was he it was just a mistake you're making too much out of it and by the time I make enough out of it like to actually get to a point where like I get my point out like I've made too much of it you know yeah like that's his whole thing yeah and the point is that you're just a Crazy liberal that's trying to deny free speech. Right, right. Um, there's no more man in America more oppressed than our poor president. Oh, God. Um, well. So that's our crazy Trump tweets. Those um, are our crazy Trump tweets. Uh, sure we're not. Uh, we're not going to get into this week in smoke. Not because there wasn't smoke. There was some smoke. Um, there was enough smoke that came out. There was uh, the emails where they basically like, uh, it showed that the Trump campaign was trying to set up meetings with the Russians. Yeah. Even though they adamantly denied it. Yeah. Uh, there was some stuff that went on with Mueller about uh, interviewing Rance Priebus, interviewing other officials. Um, uh, I think there was some more stuff with Jared, but I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, the FBI has gotten their hands on one of the guys, or at least started interviewing one of the guys who perpetrated, who coded the software that was used in the DNC hack. Um, Fascinating article, I think, in the New Yorker mm-hmm. about um, some corrupt previous business dealings that Trump had done. I think Manafort, right? Was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Um, like, yeah, there was there was smoke. We would t- normally talk about smoke, but instead we're going to talk about Nazis. Yeah, um, and I'm going to lead this off by saying something I, I've said on this podcast and I think other podcasts um, about Nazis. Um, there's one good thing that the Nazis did, um, and only one. All right. Um, is that they gave history a clear evil. Sure. You know, there's been wars between different countries and so on and so forth, and it's like, well, if you're on this side, it's good. If you're on that side, it's good. It really depends on, like, which, you know. Right. Um, Nazis, like, collectively as a human race, <laughs> we have well, they, said, like, they represent bad. Yeah, they did everybody a favor in that in that regard because, like, the people who were chiefly responsible for killing the Nazis were, you know, under Stalin, who was not a good man at all. Right. But by comparison, you know. Yeah. Um, they are our they, universal yeah, evil. Like they're they're top dog on the pile. Um, you never have to be like, guys, let's hear them out. Right. And by the way, Stalin killed more people. But it's it's still the Nazis in their uh, uh, just like cart almost cartoonish level of evil about it, and and like just like the sick like strangeness of the way that the entire uh, entire country was like, yeah, let's go crazy now. Mm. Um, it it's uh it 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 yeah it's a it's a big favor they did for all history. So. Kudos, Nazis. Uh, everything else, fuck you. Right. And then we thought, as a society, that we were done with that. Yeah, I mean... And know, for the they're, most part, we are. They're, they're, well, we're like measles done with that. Yeah, except the vaccination, the anti-vaxxers are back. Right. But, uh, That's why I'm saying, it's like measles. Yeah. We should be done. By all accounts, we, like, we eradicated it. We were done. We were good. And then a couple of, like, assholes were like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the Nazi party has had resurgences. Uh, they've, um, you know, there's been a lot of militia movements and underground uh, behavior by white supremacists. Uh, the Klan had its back broken uh, in the 90s, I think, finally. But, like, it has been resurgent. The... You know, there's, like, a lot of hate. The point is, like, there's a lot of hate groups. Um, they just usually aren't willing to be photographed in parks, yes. in idyllic cities in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and these... Because they've been seen as a universal evil. Yeah, and, be, you know, like... Being a Nazi was something you were with your other Nazi friends in a basement that was moldy, and you probably had some guns around and a bunch of drugs, and you would talk about things and maybe, like, you know, even do some violence. Mm -hmm. Um, But generally speaking, you kept it on the DL. Yeah. Uh, Here's what I'd like to talk about. At this whole thing, because you know, obviously, we're talking about this because of what ha- the events that happened in Charlottesville and and Trump um, saying that there was blame to happen on both sides. If you're listening to this podcast, 
you know that that occurred. So, you yeah. know, we're, and, we're and, trying to... And we'd like to encourage you, as we assume that you are liberal, to accept the blame that is due to you. Yes. Like, as I do, too. I'm sorry, Nazis, that... Um, we punched you. That I w- that if, if, if I had the opportunity, I would hit as many of you as I possibly could. Yeah. Um, so I was having... Wait, wait, I don't feel like I... You're not really sorry? I can't, I can't, I can't even put those words out without like an immediate caveat. I'm not actually sorry. I want to punch Nazis all the time. Nazis should be punched all the time. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck the president. Fuck. Um, So anyway. I'm going to take, and I'm not taking Trump's side in any way. Okay, good. Prefacing it by saying that. Good, because you're sitting across from a Jew. Yeah. Um, uh. But I was having a debate recently about the whole, like, what part do we play in it? What victim, what victim blaming is going on and all that. Sure. So uh, the discussion went as, as follows. Um, that uh, while Trump is, like, 100% wrong in that, like, there were good people on both sides. N- there no. weren't. No. Um, but it, in the argument of, uh, like... Let's say there's somebody who is sort of racist, okay. kind of racist. Yeah. Like, we would consider them to be racist, but we consider them to be, like, functionally racist. Sure, sure. I mean, like, look, I, we can get into the spectrum disorder that is white supremacy. Like, yeah. you and I both benefit from it. Right. But let, let me just let me go through the my example here. Okay. Person, so you, you got a functional racist. A functional racist. Yeah, uh, we pro- don't probably probably find to sit in a bar with a black guy, and we, we might even talk to him and be like, he's one of the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, like, he decides like, I'm gonna go check out the rally. Sure. You know, like I'm not super on board with it, but like, I'm not against it entirely either. All right. Um, and then we go, oh well. You're a fucking clan member. You're like you're a hardcore racist, and he's like, "No, I'm not. Um, I just have a certain amount of like whatever." Right. Um, and then the more that you yell at him, like, "You're a racist." At a certain point, he goes, "You know what? Fine, fuck it. I'm a racist because your description of what a racist okay, is is so flawed." That's fucking horseshit. Because the Unite the Right rally was specifically created by white nationalists for white nationalists. Mm. Everybody there was a white fucking nationalist. I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. Okay. What what I'm what I'm saying is that like to to some and again this isn't specifically to Charlotte, but like to some degree, um we as New York East Coast liberals do have a tendency to say that like, hey, the South on average can be more racist then they probably should be. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't say that. Okay, like, but the, the New York New, there's a lot of real terrible racism in New York, I, and I, the, the racism in the South and the racism in the North are different in flavor and tone and behavior, but that doesn't make either less insidious. Okay, let's let's take let's take geography out of it. Sure. Let's just take Democrat Republican, like. Uh-huh. We, are, we are more likely to say that a Republican is more inclined to be either racially insensitive or potentially racist in the laws that are enacted. Again, listen, 
I don't want to speak for Democrats or Republicans here. I, if you're talking about like how to win these arguments or what to do, I don't really care about winning the arguments. The arguments are like the 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 um, the rhetoric isn't going to be what changes the world. I'm not. I'm not saying that it is. But what I'm saying is that like, like if if you accept my my thought process for a moment, I'm saying that like Democrats tend for the sake of argument. For the sake of I argument, I will say that Democrats tend to believe that Republicans have a much better, much worse problem with racism than Democrats. Right. I would say that demography backs that. Okay. So, but this is not to absolve people who generally vote de- democrat from cleaning up their own house and nor is it to say that all Republicans are racist. I will say that the people at the Unite the Right right rally who voted we know how they voted. Yes, I, I again, I'm on board with you. What, what I'm trying to get at is, like, if you, if you step back from, again, from Charlotte for a moment, and you just say that, like, Charlottesville. yes. Gen- Charlottesville, sorry. Um, a, a, like, that if Democrats genuinely believe that Republicans have a more of a racial problem, mm-hmm. um, and we have a habit of saying that they are more racist. Sure. And they don't feel as though they are racist, which okay. they may or may not be. The more that they're hearing a person say, hey, you are racist, uh, the more that they're immediately a, opposed to you right. and more inclined to not question their own racism. I am, I am thrilled to hear about the power of my words. I, I'm Like, I can make people racist? No, you can't. I'm not saying that you can make people racist. I'm saying that you can harden them to, like... Um, when I hear about like hateful liberals, because sure. I hear about that too. Like, I mean, that that was the big thing that like Trump was essentially sure. getting at was that like. But you're both sides in here because there there are people on the left who are who have hate in their hearts, uh, but and there are people on the left who are violent, and there are people on the left who are racists. But that is that. Uh, but uh, so fucking what? I'm not one of them. And I, though, I do benefit from white supremacy, and I do not do enough to change the world. Mm. Uh, I'm working on it uh, to the best uh, of my imperfect abilities. However, what I, don't, what, I, what I find disagreeable about this particular conversation is it's engaging in an, an increasing series of hypotheticals. Hypothetically, there's a guy... He's not so racist, okay? But he's somewhat racist, okay? Hypothetically, he hears me calling him racist. Uh, okay? But he is. <laughs> you know? Like, what am I supposed to do? Not call him racist? He's racist. We just agreed that he was racist. Right. But, but I guess what I'm, what I'm getting at is that, like, when you start... Um, what do you want people to do? What do you, wanna, what do you want people to do different? You've identified, the, you've identified what you think is the problem. Fine. Mm. I'm not going to say I am fully in agreement, but I, I will say if it truly turns out to be a problem, of course I want to stop it. What do you want people to do differently, though? I don't know. Okay. And that, that's part of the problem. But I guess 
like what I fear is happening from the whole Trump thing mm-hmm. is rather than it, like if he had just come out and said Nazis bad, yeah, white supremacy bad, sure, um, like you know, which is pretty much the easiest thing for a president to do, right, right. Uh, but what he came out instead was saying like, look, some liberals are bad too, right, you know, like, um, and what I fear from that is um, is by saying it in that way, ignoring the fact that he's essentially being a Nazi sympathizer. Sure. Um, is basically that, like, it's liberal tendencies, it's liberal whatever that is the problem. Um, and what that does, by targeting it in that way, mm-hmm. it creates a scenario where those um, Republicans who are not, like, who are not Nazis, who are not white supremacists, who are not right. even Nazi sympathizers, like, are hardened to the fact that, like, you know what? Liberals are kind of hate-filled. They are kind of doing, like, this thing. Right. And right. then when we say everybody who supports that is a Nazi sympathizer, right. then you get into the situation where you're going, like, okay, see? But everybody see, you who can't supports distinguish. that is a Nazi sympathizer. It's like, it's, it's like the Chris Rock joke he dropped. Like, if one person is a Nazi and 10 people stand around him, all y'all Nazis. Mm-hmm. You, now, but, look, but, but, now look, you can reform a Nazi. You yeah. can say, I'm super sorry I went to the Nazi rally. I didn't know it was a Nazi rally. Mm-hmm. I feel very bad and I'm going to give some money to the ADL or something else. You know, But you cannot say, I went to the Nazi rally, but I'm not a Nazi. I just happened to be at a rally. I wanted to unite the right. Nazis showed up. I didn't immediately leave. One of them killed a woman. I, <laughs> but what, but what yeah, I'm I, mad about is that you guys are all calling me a Nazi. Go fuck yourself. I don't give a shit that you're mad. Right. And, dude, I am on your side. And just for listeners at home, like, I agree with you 100%. I am as anti-Nazi as you can be. But I didn't think, A, it's a great idea for us to just sit here and say, like, we hate Nazis for an hour, um, <laughs> which we could have, but it's not that interesting. I would have found some pretty interesting ways to yeah. say it. Um, but two, I, I, again, I, I don't disagree with the point of, like, the we have to be careful not of, like, how with how, like, large a brush we paint Nazis because Nazis are inherently wrong. Right. Um, but the stance that Trump has taken is like is sort of sweeping liberals into like the other the, side. The, the, yeah, the yeah. false equivalency. Yeah. And like if we fully take like if we fully take both sides of it, then what what worries me right. is that the Republican side is going to feel like, hey, don't fucking like include me in this whole sure. Nazi white supremacy thing, because I feel like you're doing that. Um, like right, but I'm, the Republican I'm anti- Party too. is trash. The Republican Party is literal trash right now. Everybody who voted for Donald Trump voted for a man who was endorsed by David Duke before the election. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I mean, have, ignoring the fact that he he like went against it, David Duke also endorsed Reagan. I believe he also endorsed Bush. Okay, like, those two were also fucking racists. Uh, but I mean, they both said like, no, thank you. Um. Yeah, you sure, know. but they were also fucking racist. They may very well have been. 
Reagan ran the Southern strategy. He coined the term welfare mothers. Yes, he was a fucking racist. Okay, fair enough. I'm sorry. The Republican Party has been trash on this shit for years. It is... as much as I benefit from white supremacy, and I do, and I feel terrible about it, they are what literally invested in white supremacy. And this has gotten worse and worse, and the more they've t- played footsie with the devil, the more they've gotten the devil to come out. But, but And I- now a woman is dead, a city is fucking traumatized, and Donald fucking Trump is president. I don't care about both sides-ism. I don't care about, like... Uh, uh, playing fair or nice with this, if you voted Republican in the last election, you knew you had as much access to information as I certainly have. I am not a smart man. I can get this stuff. So can you. You knew you had the opportunity to know. You just either were racist or didn't care. Well, go fuck yourself. Either way. I'm not disagreeing with any of the points that you're making. But what I'm saying is that, like, I, I you know, like, it is, it is, it is not true that everyone who voted for Trump is a racist. There are people, to your point, that how overlooked you, it. How, 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 how do we draw the line between overlooking racism and being racist? And also, how? Are you how certain are you that there are not 63 million racists in this country? I mean, there might be, but I know Republicans who are not racist. Okay, and they voted for Trump? Yes. You're sure they're not racists? Yes. Are you sure? I'm sure. Are you sure they don't cross the street when a black guy is walking down the street and it's dark and they're, they're the only other person on the street? Yes. Are you sure that when they hear the word murderer, the first image that flashes in their mind isn't black? Are you sure that when they think about uh, welfare queens, they don't immediately sense revulsion at the term, but in- instead sense revulsion at the visual image that comes into their head? Are you sure when you say to them, I got robbed, they don't th- immediately think black? That, that's my point, is that there are a percentage of folks who do not fit that char- characteristic that you're referring I, to. I think that percentage of folks on the left and the right is vanishingly small, to be perfectly frank. Most people in this country have been conditioned on, on a media, on a, a, a diet of media that is inherently racist. We live in a society that's so racist, it wrote it into its constitution initially. Yeah, I... Oh, sorry. Um... I guess in in this version of this story, though, yeah. like, um, well, again, well, I'm not disagreeing with your overall premise. Um, it's a question of grading it on the curve of like if we're if we are all racist to some degree, if you're saying that like 80 percent of the population is racist regardless, then in some ways you can't count that racism against the Trump voters any more than you could against the Hillary voters. Right. I'm, but you're engaging again in both sidersism. Like, I was specifically speaking to whether or not the people who are not in the room that we're somehow using as an uh, argument point are racist, mm. and uh, whether or not there are there now. Now we're getting into like levels of racism, and who's the most racist? Yes, of course there are plenty of racists on the left. Yes, of course. 
the left benefits if they're white as much from white supremacy as the right does. Right. And, and that's why this the, the the dismantling of white supremacy, quite frankly, has to be a bipartisan effort. And that's probably going to be very, very difficult to invest anybody in. But again, the last president was black and he was a Democrat. Yes. The current Republican president just said Nazis and maybe they're all right. Yeah, no. And also tweeted that he is a literal fascist. Right. Again, I'm with you. Well, the, the point that I keep trying to get to is for the percentage of folks who are on the right or like air towards the right. Yeah. Like when you like there's a difference between saying like we should all stand up mm-hmm. and stop this. We should all stand up against Nazis. Right. We should all be in agreement that this thing is there. Um, when you start saying to the Republicans, like, you are part of this. Why? You, you did this. You, you run the risk of alienating those folks in a way where they stop listening to what you have to say because they feel as though your judgment of them is so off base well, that they can't have a conversation. I will agree with you. I don't know why we're saying anything to any of them. Because, again, there's a traumatized city. There are, there's a, a, a synagogue full of people who had people screaming Sig Heil at them. There's a, a family that's going to mourn for the rest of their lives. There are um, any number of victims of this who are not Nazis because the Nazis were not in any way victimized by this, even if they were assaulted and Good on you, anybody who fucked up a Nazi this weekend. Um, I don't know why we're talking about the victimization of our words to the right when we have a limited amount of time and we could be talking about true victims here. In some ways, I think because it's it, because it's so much more obvious. Like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, there, like for me, I don't like. I'm I'm not inclined to even bother. Like I I condemn what, I condemn Nazis and everything that happened oh, in sure, Charlottesville. Sure. To to the utmost degree, and like when I say I condemn everything that happened, I mean that the Nazis decided to have a rally, right. that they showed up, that they had torches, that they said like Jews will not replace us, that they attack people, that they killed a woman, that any of it occurred in the first place. To me, it, it's, it's almost one of those things where, like, if Trump hadn't said anything and a person hadn't died, I don't know that we'd even be talking about it because it was so obviously wrong in such an obvious way that it's almost, like, not... I don't want to say but, it's not news it's because it's not obviously wrong. Like that's the thing. Like not anymore. It happened, and people felt good about it. Yes. And there's true. There's true victimization here, and there's true. Like, what are we going to do now? And there's true like str- strategy that needs to be drawn about this, and some of that may be messaging to the right. That's fine. But to me, like, where the energy needs to go now is in a completely different place than worrying about the feelings of 
um, uh, uh, people who voted for Donald Trump. I'm sorry. Do you do you think though? Like, uh, uh, here's how I think they're related. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say we wouldn't have talked about it otherwise, like again, factoring out a human, a person died. Factoring out the president says anything. Right. Like, just it was a rally that happened. A couple of people pushed each other. Couple, you know, like there was some violence or whatever. There was uh, some pretty significant fucking violence. Yes, like. but uh, imagine it was like. Imagine it was a peaceful protest. Okay. Um, and there wasn't any of that violence. Sure. So a bunch of Nazis showed up, were peaceful about their Nazism. <laughs> yes. Nazied around for a while and then went back to their Nazi holes. Right. We would have collectively looked at those people and said, fuck those people, like, and maybe moved on with our lives. Yeah. The, and the reason that I, I am pointing that out specifically is because one of the things we have to ask ourselves is... Um, like, how much does the horrific nature of what we saw mm-hmm. equal, like, a specific problem or a tide that is coming? You know what I mean? Like, like, yes, there were hundreds, maybe thousands of people who showed up at this rally that were the fucking worst people ever. Right. If there are only hundreds or a couple of thousands of people that believe that, then we figure out a way to stamp that out, um, and we do what we can. If the, but that's very different than, like, this is something that is an issue in our country now. You know what I mean? Like, the well, fact it, that it's it, happening it is never, an issue. It but never like, left. I mean, like, racially motivated violence has been around for as long as there's been America. It's waxed and it's waned. Yes. But, like... And I think we've generally been on a curve of progress, but quite frankly, like we've just mo- sort of moved the violence around in some ways. But but I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is like, is it magnified by what happened? Like, like it's magnified by Trump. It's magnified by, and, and this is why I have very little sympathy for the people who voted for him because you like, look, I don't I don't put a huge amount of stock in the idea that. Like, the president needs to watch what he says and craft everything. The president should speak his mind, you know? Yeah. Like, he has the moral authority. He has the pulpit. He should do that. The problem... He should have the moral authority. Well, but, like, you saw Trump. You saw him on the campaign. You knew... You, you the voting public, knew what this man was, what, what he did in rallies when he was heckled. What he what he said on tapes about assaulting women, like you knew what this man is, and you voted for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know what mag- what 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 Trump and people like him do is they magnify and in- enable and engage some of the worst things in us, in people. And that's what happened this weekend. Right. And, and in his rhetoric that followed, Trump re-upped it. And Trump, in, I, I, don't, I don't know what happens next. I don't know if the fact that they were met with some pretty significant pushback and violence, you know, they already shut down the marches on Google. Mm. Um, and uh, I, think, I think there's a Boston rally this coming weekend, but I don't know if it's actually going to happen. There's a lot of back and forth on that. Um, uh, regardless, these people are here. They feel emboldened. 
their president is speaking to them. Yes. Okay. So and, and, and that's and, the that's the big problem. <laughs> yes. No, I'm with you. Again, I I like and and I and that's part of what I like what scares me is the fact that like my assumption and maybe wrong assumption, but I'm going to go with my assumption is that like as a percentage of the population, mm-hmm. folks who are white supremacist slash Nazi um, is relatively small. Okay. Um, racist to mildly racist is probably of a significant, sure. A significantly more number, but Nazi white supremacy is a relatively small number. And, what I'm fearful of is how much of a recruiting video this weekend was. Like, how much stronger or bigger it seemed to folks who might be inclined to be radicalized to, the, to that level. And the amount of, like, uh, again, the president's support. Right. The, like, when, you have, when you have it leading the news, when you have it talked about... Uh, on, on all the cable channels, when you have the president addressing it um, multiple times and people flipping out about it, of course, that is, um, that's what these people are going for. That's what they want. That's what they, yeah, they, this is political violence. Mm-hmm. And political violence has a political goal. And these people have goals. Yes. You can read their manifestos and their thoughts on all this. They have, um, you know, deranged but thought out manifestos about what they want to see happen. Um, and and what, what my fear is, is that the way things are going and the way that the, that the groups are divided um, is such that, like, that um, well, there, there was a time, and very much still right now, like just Nazis, like Nazis were basically sold on the fact that like kind of Jews are the problem, you know, and to a certain degree Catholics and, you know, whatever. Although that was maybe more the clan. Nazis were pretty anti-black, especially black. neo-Nazis. Yeah. Um, okay, so, but I mean like... I mean like the neo-Nazi goal is a white ethnostate. Ethno yeah. state. So anybody who's not white, bad. Right. So, uh, point is that, like, they, to some degree, like, were given a rule of who is bad. And what I fear is um, that that group will begin to include the left as uh, a whole. I mean, it includes it now. I tell you, Dustin, but you've been uh, <laughs> on that list for a while. Like, Nazis hate, hate liberals. Right. And... The, and the reason that I bring that up specifically is because the more that you build up, like, there, there may very well be a certain number of Nazis who, like, only hate the black people, but are kind of okay with the Jews. Uh, or, I you know, like, know. I, no, I, I'm sorry, no. I, I guess, I guess my, my point being that, like, if you rally hate for the left enough, do you potentially run the risk of that being a recruiting technique for new Nazis. Oh, so the question, so you've got, you've got Nazis over on a far spectrum, right? Yeah. And then you've got like a, a shifting mass of Americans who have 
a bunch of different opinions, and somewhere in here is a group of people who are sort of like, well, I'm conservative, right? Yeah. And the president is telling me there are two sides, and they're, one side's the liberals. I know I'm not that. And the other side's the Nazis. So I guess I'm that. Is that your? Is that that? Is that sort of what? Like yeah. Um. I mean, a couple things about that. Okay. Anti-Nazism is so in the culture that if you are uh, take the if if you if you're sort of pushed that way. I don't know. I don't know how to reach you, bro. Like uh, agreed, but I'm just but saying, I, is I, it a ramp? Is it a ramp to that? You know, like, is it a bunch of people who would not have to be, otherwise? To be honest, I don't know. I don't know how people become radicalized this way. I There are people who study it, and I would love to hear them chime in on it. And if you happen to be somebody who is who does that and wants to check in with us, please contact us at contact us at uh, com Or visit our Facebook page. Or visit our Facebook page. My, my suspicion is that that's probably not the case um there the the correlations between like radicalized violence mm-hmm. of a political nature and um being a spousal abuser being abused as a child being mm-hmm. um uh, uh being a loner being uh whatever you know like all those sort of like things you hear about those are those are strong associations and people mm. tend to find their way to nazism and to isis and al-qaeda and all those other radical extreme groups through this is the group that made me feel a belonging mm-hmm. um and there and and gave me you know a path and a reason um and I guess what I, what I'm trying to get at is, um, and I think we both know this, and I think we both kind of agree on this, is that like if we don't do something about like how much Democrats and Republicans are made to be the enemy of the natural enemy of each other, then like the logical extremes are going. To right, hit right hit now, points. the Republican Party is led by a man who, and I can tell you this as a Jew, makes me feel very unsafe. Agreed. And they should do something about that's that. That's There's not no mine to fix. No, that's I know. not my my quote unquote side to fix. And the Republican Party, if they're not gonna fix it, yes, there will be more violence. Yes, there will be maybe massive violence over this. Um, but this is not a war I seek. It's not a, it's not a fight I want. It's not a, it's, and, and I don't think it's going to come from like rhetoric at this point. It's going to come from the behavior of the, of the president and the people around the president. And what needs to happen is the president needs to leave. I, I, again, I don't disagree with you on that at all. What I, what I do think we need to figure out is the fact that, like, Trump got here not because, like, Trump got here because of things that happened that allowed him to get here. Right. I mean, there were a lot of black swan events. 
and I don't I, I hesitate to read too much into Trump as um, anything other than like a one in a million shot that happened to pay off in terms of seeking the presidency. That is not to diminish the fact that he has emboldened a a, a group of horrible people, but. But a whole but, host but, of things had to happen. But to a get whole there. host of things had to happen. And as you say, and I agree, I don't know what the percentage of racists in the, in the in the society is. I think I think it's probably higher than a lot of people think it is. Um, but the percentage of violent motherfuckers willing to go to a park and like fuck up lefties probably relatively low. Um, <clears throat> it's probably a, a relatively small number, and I don't think that was particularly necessary for him to win the election. Mm-hmm. Um, but Trump, throughout the election, throughout, you know, a lot of the time Obama was president, Trump ratcheted the rhetoric. Trump turned all this up. Trump incited and enabled and... If he keeps doing it, nothing I say, nothing you say, nothing anybody says to anybody else is going to do anything because he has the loudest bullhorn, he has the biggest mouth, and people are responding. And the only thing we can do is respond ourselves. Yes, but we can control how we respond. Yeah, when a Nazi shows up in your park, you fuck that Nazi up. Agreed. No question about that. But we, we need to be careful about how we engage in conversation. Not with Nazis. It's a very simple way of engaging in conversation with Nazis. I, but, but, I mean, like, you're imagining that I speak to a lot of Republicans. I don't. No, but you, like, I, I'm not saying that you do. But I'm saying when you do. When you are painting them in a specific way. Like I don't know how you imagine I speak to say my father-in-law. Mm. I don't I don't paint him as a Nazi. He's a Republican. I think he's wrong. I think he voted wrong. I think there there's probably some racial animus there. I've heard him say things. Sorry. Mm. Um but in conversation I'm perfectly like yeah I'm, I I also don't have any social media like this is coming down on my shoulders no like, i'm not I, saying you i'm, I'm well, like you keep saying you no I, I i i don't mean like i'm i'm saying us i'm saying me i'm saying all of us like like what i what i fear is like i i snoop on my cousin's like mm-hmm. you know uh uh facebook page when he's talking about like all the awful things and the way that he paints me as a liberal, the way that he paints liberals as a whole, sure, um, I feel immediately hardens me against his argument right. because my feeling is like, but also, you don't you don't begin to have bad agreed, and also like look look I agree othering is bad, they're mm. like we're all human, uh, even the racists are human. If you are racist, you're redeemable, um, and uh, I which ho- we'll get into in a minute. Yes, <laughs> and and. Um, you, you you should try to see the beautiful human spark, blah, 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 in every blah, blah, blah. But 
um, rhetorically, again, like, you and I can do whatever we want. Like, you fucking, like, we can get in whatever arguments we want with whomever we want, and it's all a drop in the bucket. The person who is chiefly responsible for turning this down for turning down like the volume on this to for, oh, for, for calming all this 100%. has been throwing like scorpions covered in gasoline on it. Yes. And again, for me, like the reason that I haven't just been like, he is the worst person ever in this particular episode is not because I don't think that he is the worst person ever. Like he is right. What he is doing to this country is dangerous and horrifying, sure. and he's causing a tremendous, scary, scary problem. Right. But to me, that's so obvious <laughs> that like it doesn't bear discussing beyond that. What, so what I'm trying to get to is like I can't control that other than vote against him, right? Which I did, and I will do at any opportunity. Hopefully, I will never get that opportunity again. Well, I mean, um, but you, I mean. I don't know. I, I don't know what the, the, the proper necessarily response is to Trump or what um, how you should speak or speak publicly. Um, I know on Sunday I went to I'm, what I'm pretty sure was an unpermitted, unpermitted march to uh, uh, Trump Tower that the cops kept trying to shut down. And uh, felt pretty good, ch- like chanting "fuck the Nazis" as we walk. Right, and it should. Um, and fuck the Nazis again. I'm not and, like I just want to be very clear for anybody who's listening at home. Fuck Trump. I am and, not like. And, and, and uh, listen, if if I say anything about Trump, and you're a Trump voter, and it makes you feel bad. Try to imagine that I'm saying it about the Red Sox and you're a Red Sox fan. Who, like, who fucking, like, the whole investment in Trump is bad. The investment in Obama is bad. The investment in the presidency is bad. The president has a job. It's supposed to be a dry administrative job that event that uh, occasionally rains deathly fire down upon people. Mm. Um, but he's, this the cult of personality around it and the, and, and, and the, and, and, uh, the idea that these, uh, I spent, I've spent so much time on Trump. He's taken up so much of my okay. brain. He's taken up so much of my life and it's awful. And I don't, I don't know that we get anywhere examining how, or, or strategizing around response anymore because everything is happening so fast. I only know that in an emergency, and we have been in a lot of emergencies, and we have a low-level boil emergency at all times now. In emergencies, you have to respond to the best of your moral ability. I like to think that people will do that. I like to think that you and I will do that, but I don't, I don't know that me checking what I say to 
somebody on the street when he's like, yeah, Trump. And I'm like, fuck Trump. I don't know that that's going to, I don't, I, 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 probably, but it seems so low on the list of things to be concerned with. It, I guess for me, it's a question of like what we can, like I said, what we have control over. And what, like, what, what, we, what we can immediately affect. Like, quite literally that I can put my body in the street and I can make myself heard. Yes. What I have control over is, like, that. Uh, you, nobody is listening to this podcast. Nobody's listening to me on Twitter, like, except, you know, when I pretend to be a squirrel. Um, nobody's listening to anybody. I hope somebody's listening to you on this podcast. I hope so, too, but, like, there aren't a lot of them, and, you know, who, those of you who do, thank you. you. Send us an email every so often, for fuck's sake. But we'd like to hear from you. But what we're... I, I, look, you said you don't have answers. I don't particularly have answers. I recognize that, that the rhetoric and the division between left and right is um, deepening and bad. And that partisanship is generally bad, too, because there are a lot of places that people draw opinion lines that aren't that it's very difficult to classify 150 million people as right and 150 million people as left. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't it, it it's classically nonsensical. And yet we're, we're, we're doing it. Um, but. In terms of solving that problem, I don't have answers. I, 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 I tend to think that if people feel like they might be siding with Nazis, I hope <laughs> they will do the right thing about that. Yeah, that. yeah. And, and again, what, well, as I was saying, like my biggest fear out of everything that Trump did um, beyond empowering Nazis... Uh, which is the worst thing that he did, mm. um, is that by creating the false equivalency that he did, is he painted the left like in a much worse light than they could have already been painted. And if you are predisposed to not liking the left, then it's putting him just a little bit more on your side. And you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be that easily manipulated. You should be able to clearly see the difference between like liberals and Nazis. There shouldn't be a moment of like equalizing the two. Um, but it's going to happen to a certain degree. And what I want to be careful of, because we have no control over that, is making sure that we're not doing the same thing on the other side. You know, is that like, is that when given the opportunity, we're not saying everybody on that side is a Nazi. Um, because that is not true either. It is appalling how little they are willing to speak up against Nazis. It is appalling that his approval rating is still 79% when he came out pro-white supremacy. All of that is horrific, and I don't understand it, but I don't know that I can even process the thought that 150 million people are kind of cool with it. I mean, I would offer you this relatively chilling thought 79% of the Republican Party that approves of Donald Trump might be Nazis. 
don't think that that's true. I, I, how many? Here's, how here, many Nazis? But here, here's, how many Nazis were in Nazi Germany? I don't know. Country of like what thirty-five million or something. I don't know how many millions of people were there. How many were registered members of the Nazi Party? How many of those people were registered members of the Nazi Party because they felt like they had to be to get a to get a job or to get ahead? How many conscripts were there in the army? How many? But, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The answers don't matter because it was a country of Nazis. Because everybody in that country who did not take the opportunity to do what they needed to do was a collaborator with the fucking Nazis. They were Nazis. There are times you're called. The moral stand shouldn't be difficult. It should not have been difficult for Donald Trump to stand there and say, Nazis are bad. But, but Nazism is wrong. Not, a, a, Nazis should not be in our parks. If you are protesting against a Nazi, you are doing a good thing. If, but, 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 but saying in retrospect to the to to uh, to, to a Nazified Germany, all y'all were Nazis. Sorry, yeah, they all were. But saying in in current statement to the people who are willing to stand there and say, I still support the president after he supported Nazis. I don't know what to call that. I don't know what to say, but I, but, uh, but I am willing to say I might live in a country with a bunch of people who, given the opportunity, would go Nazi. I, I, here's the thing. I think you're misunderstanding the point that I was trying to get at. Uh, I, I think what I'm trying to say is that, the, like, is that the fear is that he has been able to paint the way the left is and the way the media is in such a way that... Um, Calling somebody a Nazi up until this weekend, after World War II, was hyperbolic. You never called somebody, like, it was very, very, very rare that you called somebody a Nazi. Did you see what Godwin himself said? No. He tweeted, call these people Nazis. Okay. Um. Godwin's law, for those of you who don't know, is that if an internet conversation goes on long enough, someone will invoke the Nazi party. Yeah. Um, uh, so go, go ahead. So what I'm what I'm saying is that like he has done such a good job that I think when people hear that somebody's saying he is a Nazi sympathizer or he is pro Nazi or whatever that they are so hardened to the fact that like oh that's just the left exaggerating to a ridiculous degree again. Of course I'm against that. Of course I don't believe that. Like I'm not pro Nazi, but I don't believe that to, that to actually be true because that's just what the left does. Right, but there are also the facts. Right, but they don't believe those facts. Well, I don't know what to do with those people. You're telling me they're completely irrational. I, I'm sorry they're completely irrational. It's not going to stop me from calling a Nazi a Nazi. No, you should call a Nazi a Nazi. Well, you know who else were completely fucking irrational? The Nazis! <laughs> That's true. So, fuck it. I don't know. Like, the thing, the thing that I keep coming back to about, like, Nazism in general is that y'all tried it. It went real bad. Not just real bad for the world. It went real bad for the Nazis. It did. <laughs> there yeah. are very few of them who got out unscathed. A lot of yeah. them got hung, and many more of them got shot on the battlefield, and the country was destroyed by it. What the fuck are you doing, you dumb shits? Yep. Um, again, before we go into our opposite effect of the week, I just want to clearly point out that like, I'm presenting discussions. I, I appreciate your discussion points. I'm very against Donald Trump. Everything he stands for against the Nazis in every way. There is no equivalency in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm just presenting the discussion that people have. Fair, fair. We had it. We had it. I feel, I feel good. How do you feel? Uh, I feel dirty. <laughs> uh, Great. But, uh, yeah, well, thank you for letting me take the side of angels in this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've done that a few times now. Uh, Appreciate it. I'm expecting you to take the hit at some point. I doubt I will. Yeah, I doubt you will as well. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our opposite effect for this week. Um, as you know, we like to uh, support... Charities that will um, that that uh, uh, will ha- work to um, dismantle things right. that were up- that were upsetting. Yeah, and, and the government has this great group. Yeah, it funds this great group. Um, uh, what's the name of it again? Uh, hate uh, help uh, life after hate. Life after hate. Life after hate. Life after hate yeah, um, where um, they take people who were formerly in hate groups uh, like uh, white supremacists, and they um, and they help them like turn their lives around. They help yes. them um, recover from kind of the brainwashing that they had gone through uh, and get back into society. And it's one of like, it's one of the great things that the government does. Um, right. Or should I say, did. did. Um, yes. Through the Countering Violent Extremism Program, um, there were block grants given out to groups like uh, Life After Hate. Um, and Life After Hate uh, specifically doesn't handle like violent extremism from overseas. It handles homegrown violent mm-hmm. extremism. So, um, remember John Kelly, the adult in the room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of, when he was head of DHS, kind of put the brakes on that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, he stopped those grants, and uh, there's now a $400,000 shortfall Ooh. for life after... I believe there was another guy involved, another lady involved in that, wasn't there? Um, the um, the wife of Mr. Gorka. Oh, right, right, right. Apparently, uh, Seb Gorka, actual fascist, actual yeah. fascist Sebastian Gorka, um, who, like on Thursday of last week, before everything in Charleston kicked off, gave an interview where he's like. I don't think we need to talk as much about white supremacy anymore. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that that aged well, Seb. Yeah. Um, Sebster's wife went to John Kelly, tugged on his coat, and was like, I don't think this group needs as much of because we want to get the Nazi party restarted, and that'd be hard. They're making it hard for us to stop the Nazi party again. And John Kelly was like, whatever, I'm going to be the fucking... Uh, I'm going down with this ship, I guess. Yep. Uh... Stained record, John. Uh, the point is, um, they need funding they because need funding. there's a funding cut, a and funding we are cut. we are way over. So, and so if you can go uh, to publicgood.com, uh, you can search for uh, life after hate there, um, and they'll be the first that pops up. Uh, if you can join us in supporting them this week, it would go a long way yeah. towards punching a Nazi in the face. Um, or go to the website and just click on the link, and yeah, that'll we'll take you right to the website. Uh, the opposite effect. Dot com. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Rate us on iTunes. Um, give us feedback on the Facebook group or contact us at contact us at the opposite effect.com. Uh, you can find Dustin on Facebook and yeah. Twitter. You can search for the most popular internet squirrel on Twitter, and that's me. Yeah. Um, uh, common yeah. internet squirrel. Common squirrel. Um, Common underscore yeah, I'm on Twitter too, but nobody's following me, so you should. Um, uh, Destiny Dado at Destiny Dado. Um, 
just quick, very quick prediction, and then we will immediately go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last week we were facing nuclear war. Yeah. Uh, this week we we're facing Nazis. Oh. Um, I'm assuming next week, Sharknado. <laughs> Tornado of sharks. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, here's my prediction. A quick prediction. I've been thinking about it. Um, uh, life tends to revert towards boring. Okay. And it's been super exciting lately. So I think the most boring thing is going to be eventually what happens here, which is that Donald Trump is going to fall down the stairs and break his neck, and then it'll just all be over. Okay. I, I vote. I'm I'm guessing Sharknado or or um, uh, Rash of Quicksand. Ooh. There's just quick. Uh, all of a sudden, we discover there's quicksand everywhere, um, and everybody everybody ooh, dies in quicksand. Ooh, the floor becomes lava. Yes. Everybody has to jump from piece of furniture to piece of furniture. Yep. Uh, All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're sorry we went over, but uh, sometimes uh, Nazis show up and you have to deal with that. Punch them them hard.